Hey guys, welcome to the happy hour. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and life. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical standpoint and a personal point of view to discuss various matters. The happy hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, follow, do all those great things, but just make sure you also listen. Hey, happy hour listeners. Thanks for tuning in this Friday. I hope you've been having a phenomenal week and that you are happy that it's the end of July and we are about to hit August. That means you have August, September, October, November, December, five months left until 2020. Dun, dun, dun. Are you ready? I'm ready. And guys, guess where I will be this Saturday? If you're free, if you want to come, there will be an awesome, fantabulous, amazing event that I'll be at. It's the Professional Black Women Navigating Emotional Health. And the ticket is $35, but it'll be refunded to everyone who attends the event. It's Saturday, July 27th, 2019 from 12 to 3 p.m. at Petrichor Counseling, LLC. The address is 3160 Main Street, Suite 102, and that's going to be in Duluth, Georgia, 396. So along with myself on the panel, there are a million, I'm not going to say a million, there are a bunch of other awesome, amazing black women out here doing a dang on thing. So you don't want to miss it. We'll be talking about what it's like being a professional black woman, self-care for black women, emotional health for black women, navigating stereotypes, and balancing professional and peer relationships when you're one of the few in the professional space. So if you are interested in going, um, you can check the link on my Facebook page or send me an email and I'll forward you the link. Anyway, I have one of the ladies on that will be speaking at the panel next week. Her name is Shayla Tumbling. And today we're going to talk about the importance of black women's emotional health. We'll talk about the panel and we'll talk about a couple other things. So let me tell you a little bit about Shayla. Shayla is a counseling psychology doctoral candidate. She has a master of science and she's a nationally certified counselor. She focuses on sexuality and emotional empowerment. She's a therapist, an educator, a coach, and a healing facilitator. She's a mental health therapist, sexuality and emotional empowerment coach, healing facilitator, and professional platonic cuddler. (laughs) That's interesting. She supports her clients in developing a healthy, balanced relationship with themselves and with others. Her coaching style is integrative, holistic, sex-positive, empowerment-based, compassion-centered, and trauma-informed. She creates sacred spaces for her clients to cultivate their emotional health and self-development. 
her core, her core work centers around supporting black women and aligning with their personal power through healing ancestral and cultural shame and trauma and its impact on their sexuality, emotional health, and self-image. So guys, we'll get with Shayla, talk to her. We'll talk about our topic today and some other things when we come back from this short break. All right, talk to you soon. Hey, happy hour listeners. Welcome back. Today, like I told you earlier, um, our guest is Miss Shayla Tumbling. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. Thank you so much. Um, Like Ashley said, my name is Shayla Tumbling and I am a mental health therapist and a sexuality and emotional empowerment coach based here in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been in the Atlanta area for the past four, almost five years now, and I'm excited to be able to hop on and speak with you all about some of the work that I do and then also about an event that we have coming up soon. Yes, awesome. So tell me about the sexuality. You said sexuality and what? Sexuality and emotional okay. empowerment coach. Oh, um, so... I provide coaching services for primarily Black women. Um, My work looks at the impact of ancestral or cultural trauma on sexuality, how it impacts our self-esteem and our emotional health, Um, like the mixture of those three things in our lives, impacting our personal development, our relationships, um, our finances, all those different things. And so as a sexuality and emotional empowerment coach, what I do is I work with clients and help them to understand where they may have blockages in those areas, understand how they may have some um, maladaptive patterns and behaviors, and then work with them to co-create ways to help move them through those blockages and those those non-effective behaviors that they've probably been operating in for most of their lives. Okay. And so what's your difference um, what, what's the difference in your work as a coach and as a therapist? So as a therapist, I do still center my work around Black women. Um, but I also, in doing therapy with clients, um, we go a little deeper. And sometimes there are things that I can work with clients on in a therapeutic manner that I would not work with them on in a um, coaching capacity just because of the level of understanding sometimes clients are dealing with mental health challenges um, different types of mood disorders and some of those different things require working with clients in a way that as a coach you wouldn't be able to work with them even though I have a background in training as a therapist just in coaching is providing clients at least the way that um, I move in coaching with my clients so providing them with support in a different way and not going as in depth um, with some of the things that fall more within the range of what a mental health therapist would do okay and so I know today's topic we're going to be talking about the importance of black women's emotional health Um, yes you know our emotional health because 
I went through a really rough time um, last year. Well, I've been through a lot of rough times, but the most recent was last year. And I was working a job. I had got promoted to a really good position and I was working a job, but I was working so much. And then the relationship I was in was so toxic, so unhealthy. And so like, I probably wasn't taking care of my physical health. I, I definitely wasn't taking care of my mental health. Um, I wasn't taking care of me, wasn't, you know, performing any self-care, wasn't doing anything. I basically just worked, 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 um, you know, got into arguments with my ex, like just very unhealthy. I, I cried every day. I was just in a funk. I was miserable. And, you know, once I went to see the psychiatrist, I hated her when I first met her, but I love her now. But, you know, <laughs> she put me on medication and you know, I started going to therapy, but it, it just was a, a certain point where I just was not taking care of myself. And I don't know if, cause I got fired from my last job. I don't know if I got fired because I really sucked at my job or I don't know if I sucked at my job because I was sucking at life. So I definitely, definitely um, vibe with this topic today because I, you know, focus on self-care and I focus on, you know, self-esteem and self-worth and positive affirmation. So I think that's really important. Yes, I definitely agree. And I think that um, <clears throat> most of us, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat. Most of us, um, I, I realize it's not just Black women, but um, because of my work and I choose to focus on supporting Black women, um, that most of us are living these lives and moving through our day-to-day -day existence and we're not even aware of how much pressure and how much stress that we have. And we... Um, are taught and our environment cultivates us moving continuously no matter what pushing through working hard hustling not stopping because you just have to do that to reach your mm -hmm. goals right and you don't stop don't give up you don't take time to rest because you can sleep when you're oh, dead yes. right <laughs> that used um, to be my motto <laughs> <laughs> right so all of that, um, all of those messages we get about the importance of work, work, work. And I'm not saying work is not important. Work is important, but it's understanding and finding a flow that is healthy for us because our environment, the society that we live in, it's not really the healthiest or ha does not have the, um, you know, top award does not go to American society for, um, having people operate in a very balanced manner in their lives. It is a lot of workhorse type of mentality. It's a lot of grind culture. It's a lot of that. In addition to, so this society's messages to us, in addition to the messages we receive being women, the messages we receive being career women, the messages we receive, um, you know, being black women, um, depending on what type of industry you're in and the career that you have chosen, you know, also depending on that, because you might be one of the few women in that industry and you definitely have to work three times as hard because it's a male dominated field and you have to really prove yourself or you might be, you know, in an industry that, um, because you're a black woman, you know, it views you a certain way. So having the additional pressure of overcoming, okay, those stereotypes and the beliefs about being black and how that shows up in your work um, or your ability to work and to express yourself and to produce something important or um, worthy in the environment 
um, and the space that you're in. You saw all those different things. Um, definitely do not support <laughs> support us in having a healthy, balanced life. Oh, yeah, life. no work-life balance, no mom-life balance, none of that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And then think about the pressure as, um, I'm not a mother, but I have lots of friends who are mothers. But I think about the pressure of, um, I'm doing air quotes, right? Modern women. So say you're a mom, either you're a single mom or you're in a relationship, you know, you're married um, and you have children, but you also, and you also want to have a professional career, right? So you chosen, like, I don't, you know, I want to be a single mom, I want to have my career and my family. So the pressure that you have in balancing that, because I'm sure there are lots of messages that you're receiving about what that means. Does that mean you're a good mother? Um, if you're trying to balance all these things or should you focus all your attention on your family? Okay, so society is a lot more accepting and open now to women who are working, yet what about the work environment that you're in? Does it really support you as a mother? Um, are there still some unsaid things about the fact that you're to work? And then how do you make those choices? There's an opportunity for advancing your career and you know, your kids are never gonna, they're always gonna be your kids, they're never gonna stop growing and prayerfully, um, prayerfully, you know, they will always be around and you will outlive them, right? I mean, they will outlive you, right? That's the, you know, so you're always going to have things coming up in your life where you need to be there for your, your children, for things that they're doing, they're growing in, blah, 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 but then you have your career and you're trying to figure out, well, how do I balance that? How do I, because I want to, you know, be the top in my field and what I do. So the additional pressures with that too, right? Like as a mother, um, as someone raising children, um, or being a, a co-parent, if you're a co-parent, if you're supporting someone else raising children. So all those different things also. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Especially like when you talk, I'm not a mother either, but when you talk about, um, you know, balancing life, like I, I, my ex had kids. So I, pretty much every ex I've ever had has kids. I don't think I've ever dated a guy with no kids, but that's another topic. Um, but so like, so I was, you know, even though we weren't married yet, um, I was the stepmother. So there was a lot of times where I would have to cancel things that I needed to do to be there for, you know, his kids. There were times when, you know, like there was even, I remember this one story. It's so funny to me. Um, I'm pescatarian, so I only eat seafood. And so we had went to my, my best friend's, um, she had a barbecue, went to there and they specifically made shrimp for me. So, um, my, my, my ex's daughter, she, had her hot dog and a hamburger, like a whole bunch of chips, all this kind of stuff. Then she see me with my shrimp and was like, oh, can I try one? And then, oh, can I have more? Like, this is all I had, but you want it. And like, so you just even have to give up that, you know, for kids. So I have a little bit of experience in it where, you know, you, you are expected to work a full-time job, but then also be a full-time mom or a full-time whatever. Then, especially if you have goals of your own or dreams of your own, so you work that full-time job, then whether you have kids or not, you come home, do whatever you have to do, cook, take care of the kids, go to the gym, take care of your your your, your relationship, whatever, but then you still have to dedicate the time to your goals and your dreams. Like, so where does that come in? Where does your Where does your time for emotional health come in at? Right. Um, <laughs> and that's a good question. And I, I bet if we talk to some parents, <laughs> they would probably say, they would probably say it's few and far yeah. between. Uh, right. Because you have someone else that you 
are placing ahead of yourself, which is not necessarily good nor bad. Um, and you know, every person, every parent decides how they're going to do that. Um, and I think, you know, from things that I hear of my friends and other people I've known in my life, um, it is a, it's an important decision that they have to make, you know, they have to really think about and um, going through phases in their own lives and to find that balance for themselves as to what's best or how to best move in that. Um, it is a process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> process, definitely. Okay. So why do you think it is so important that we focus on our emotional health? Um, so I think it's important that we focus on our emotional health because if we don't intentionally take care of ourselves emotionally, um, it does impact us in a negative way. So I have a very holistic perspective of life and this is just been through my own growth my own trainings my own experiences and so I've come to understand and know that everything is interconnected so when we think about our health a lot of times people initially think about their physical health it's like one of the things that's been ingrained in us from a very young age your physical health right you need to exercise you need to eat good food um because you want to take care of your physical body. You know, you might want it to look a certain way, so it could be for vanity purposes um, or for for physical aesthetic purposes. Um, You want it to be strong and healthy, so that's important. Um, There's different things like that. And as we know, being in the mental health uh, industry, there are other aspects of our health. And so our society, you know, talks about mental health too being very important and while there's still a lot of stigma that exists you know more and more um over the years and i think even over the past few years in my experience i'm noticing more and more people are understanding the importance of our mental health right understanding that we can have um challenges that impact us in a negative way um and just learning more about that and how to move in that so for me All right, so Shayla, before Anchor did whatever it did and it messed us up, um, we were talking about, you know, the different ways of um, the different ways that it's important, the reasons why it's important and all that. So what are some ways that we can, you know, focus on our emotional health? I know for me. you know incorporate self-care because you know if you're not taking care of yourself you can't take care of anybody else especially us as clinicians we really have to implement self-care because we're giving so much of ourselves on a daily basis you know we have to keep filling back into ourselves but you know other than self-care what are some ways that you know we can focus on our emotional health so I definitely agree that self-care is important um I also think being able to set boundaries is important. That's pretty good. Um, And, you know, we all have different experiences with what it means to set boundaries and setting healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. So beginning to explore that, one, understanding what your pattern is for setting boundaries. Um, 
which is going to be informed by your upbringing, of course. Um, and, you know, determining, do I have a healthy uh, way of setting boundaries or my boundary setting is it unhealthy so um, that can be a little bit of a process just for you to one um, be able to recognize what that is and then determine what you need to do in order to um, create a, a good balance for yourself in that mm-hmm. so the setting boundaries I think is an important one um, understanding and being able to identify your emotions like maybe even primary emotions so I um and this is just theoretical for me I think most of us probably have um a primary one or two emotions that we um, resonate with or that we go to or that come up for us um and so noticing (laughs) noticing um maybe what your primary ones are especially if we if we haven't been able to like do work for ourselves for our like our emotional and mental health and so maybe there are patterns that people talk about you have you know in work in um, relationships like in interpersonal relationships um, in different environments and if you notice there's a pattern or many people have told you different things like you're this type of person oh you're a really angry person (laughs) if you hear that in a couple different places in your life then it could be something you want to explore and see like oh am I an angry person and what does this mean this is a primary emotion that keeps showing up for me okay it is one that is expressing itself a lot in different ways in my life maybe I need to get to know this better and then figure out how to be more in balance with it um you know, or you might get like, oh, you're you're a really nice person. You're always just so nice, so quiet, so sweet. You know, and maybe you want to explore and see um, why is that something that people always say about you, no matter what environment that you're in. It could be a compliment. And you may also want to um, look deeper into that and see, is there a reason that I'm always coming off as really nice and sweet? Is that really who I am? Or is it... Um, a persona like a part of a persona something I'm sharing because maybe I do have experiences of being angry or being mad and I just don't express those you know because we all do um the emotional spectrum we should experience all of those you know in balance so right it's all about learning and being in balance but if if people never experience you in a certain way if they only experience you um let's say as one emotional color or whatever why are they not experiencing the others and why are they surprised when maybe you cry or maybe they see you being quiet and kind of sad they never see you sad they always see you happy and upbeat always always happy and upbeat you're always bubbly and cheery you know you never have moments of anger or moments of disappointment or any of those things is that true are you being authentically emotionally authentic because we're human and so having a wide range having being able to experience the full range um in balance again we don't want to have anything out of balance but in balance like are we really doing that so I think that's also important okay I think those were all really great you know tools and steps to use um before we move on to what else we're going to talk about is there anything else that you'd like to talk about dealing with the importance of emotional health and anything like that 
Um, I just think it's really important for us to begin to um, focus on this aspect of our lives too, because we want to make sure that we are moving in balance in everything that we do. Because when we're moving in balance for ourselves and we're also able to model for other people how to do that, um, and I think that we have a healthier overall life experience. So, yeah. I okay. All right. I definitely agree. And I definitely think this is something that's important because, like I said, self-care is important. Taking care of your emotional health is important just as well as taking care of your physical health. That's, that's important. So there's something else awesome that me and you both are a part of that's on July 27th, Saturday, July 27th. You want to tell them a little bit about it? Yes. So, um, Saturday, July 27th at the therapy practice that I work at, Petricor Counseling, um, based in Duluth, Georgia, we're going to be having a panel um, for Black women navigating emotional health uh, for professional Black women. And so, I had this idea. Um, I've been wanting to do a group specifically for um, professional Black women and navigating um, emotional health. And some of the things we've been talking about is really important to be able to center this, this topic um, and with this group of women in order to um, begin doing the work that we're talking about, learning about self-care and how to implement self-care, learning about setting healthy boundaries and how to do that because we all deserve to live our best, healthiest lives and taking care of our emotional health, like we take care of our physical health, like we take care of our finances, um, is important. So I, um, at the practice, we decided um, to bring together a panel of professional Black women (laughs) Um, so that we could discuss these topics um, around Blackness, around being women, around navigating emotional health in different spaces. So I'm really excited. The majority of the panel is going to be made up of um, other mental health professionals, other mental health therapists. Uh, we will have a few women from um, a couple different industries there. I'm uh, solidifying that right now. I think that's the right right word for that. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, initially, we were putting the panel together naturally, right? Because we're all therapists, and then recommendations uh, for other women to have on the panel. Like, oh, I know this therapist. I know this therapist. And I was like, yes. That was perfect. And then when I looked at it and I was thinking a few days ago, I was like, wait a minute, I think I want to have women from other industries too, because we are talking about, we're not specifically talking about um, mental health, but we're talking about emotional health and what it means to be um, black woman in these spaces. And I said, I want to bring in some other black women from other industries just so we can get a little variety um, in the perspective on the panel. So I'm speaking to a woman who's a judge now, she's been a federal judge for like 20 years. And um, someone in IT and someone who does, I think she's a landscape contractor, architect. I I can't remember her exact title. But um, yeah, so hopefully those women will be able to confirm too. And then we'll have a little little diversity on the panel. Although the panel's diverse, even though it's, you know, it's all black women and most of us are in the mental health field uh, with therapists, Um, it's still diverse because we're not a homogenous group, so. I want to make sure I put that out there. And I wanted to pull in a couple of different industries too. Um, 
So yeah, I'm really excited. The event is um, going to be Saturday at our office in Duluth. Um, tickets are $35 to register, yet um, the ticket, the fee of the ticket will be refunded. Okay, um, a lot of people have been asking me about that. So hello, yeah. everybody. You heard that. You'll pay $35 to register, but you will get it back. Yes. Um, it's just something that our marketing uh, department finds is very um, helpful in, in doing events. So, hey, that's their, you know, that is their expertise, not mine. So I'm like, hey, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so that should work, um, definitely. And yeah, so I'm really excited about it. I, um, I believe wherever people gather intentionally, amazing things happen. So I'm super excited. Like literally the same day Jennifer hit me up, I was just talking to a friend of mine, talking about my goals for my podcast. And one of my goals was to do speaking events. And I'm like, oh my God, look how God will show up and show out. Like this just got thrown in my lap when I just, you know, requested it today. So I'm excited. I'm super excited. And I'm excited just to hear what everyone else has to say as well. It's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing, you guys. I definitely think you, if you're free on Saturday, July 27th, between 12 and 3, come on out, check us out, listen, all that great stuff. Well, Shayla, where do you have any social media handles if people wanted to follow you? Yes. So it's my um, name. It's at Shayla D. Tumbling. So D is in doll. Um, it doesn't stand for doll, but um, <laughs> it's all tumbling, like the gymnastic tumbling, Shayla, S-H-A-Y-L-A. Um, but I'm that on all of my social media. So on Facebook, Shayla D. Tumbling, and I have a business page on there also. But if you search my name, I think it comes up. And then my personal page. And then on Instagram, I'm Shayla D. Tumbling. On Twitter, I am, um, I don't utilize Twitter a lot, but if you utilize Twitter, you can find me at um actually black sex catalyst so it's b-l-k s-e-x and the word catalyst that's my twitter name but usually whenever i post on instagram it goes to twitter so if you see it on instagram it'll be on twitter too okay so if somebody is looking for a coach or a therapist where can they reach out to you at or how can they get in touch with you yeah so um for coaching you can for coaching, you can email me. Um, my personal email address is shayla.tumbling at gmail.com. So you can email me there for coaching, or you can hit me, like I said, on my social media, inbox me. Um, and for therapy, you would go through Petrichor. So um, Petrichor Counseling, we also have a website. Uh, I'm sorry, we have a social media page on Instagram. Um, you can find me on Psychology Today also, and that connects you. My Psychology Today is connected to our Petrichor information, and we also have a website, Petrichor Counseling, and so all of my contact information is on there. Um, so you can find me through any of those resources for therapy. If you reach out to me through Instagram or through Facebook, or you email me personally and you want to do therapy, I can still. Um, we can set that up and I'll just connect you to our office. So awesome. All right, well, Shayla, was there anything else you wanted to talk about today? Um, 
no, I just want to thank you so much for inviting me on, for having me come and just share a little bit. I'm really excited about the panel and to get to meet you in person. Yes. Um, it's a conversation that we're going to have. Thank your listeners, and I hope you all do decide to come out and to join us. It's going to be a great event. Um, yeah, we're creating space for Black women, we need more spaces um, so that we can do the work we need to do around our emotional health and our mental health. Um, all of that and it's really important for me that I'm able to be able to create and co-create these spaces so that we can do that because we have a lot of work to do for oh, ourselves. Awesome, awesome. So I'm so excited. I'm glad that you came on. I'm excited for the panel. I hope you listeners out there come join us and again thank you for tuning in and peace out. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Happy Hour. Be sure to go follow me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. You can check out my IG at Happy Hour with Ashley, or you can even check out my website, www.ashleyjohnsoncounseling.com. Thanks for joining the Happy Hour. If you want to be a supporter of this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link under the details or go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And once you're there, you can choose to become a supporter with 99 cent a month, $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Again, thank you for joining Happy Hour. Remember to like, share, subscribe and make sure you listen.